Hi, my name is Kwasi Yaboa. Hello, my name is Amelia Fibritsi. Welcome to a special episode of Ropes Talk London, the new podcast about life as a trainee at Ropes and Grey in London. In this episode, we've connected again with Matt Martindale to ask him specifically about pro bono. So Matt, we've got a question in here from one of the prospective candidates to Ropes, and it is, how can involvement in pro bono activities enable trainees to develop their skills as prospective lawyers? Yeah, I, I think I think it's a huge um, it, it's a, another huge opportunity for trainees. I guess there's two main um, main buckets of pro bono work that that I'll be involved in, and, and one of them, I guess, is you know where you might be reviewing contracts, you know, for charities and and that kind of work that is more is more similar, I guess, to the day to day work that I would be doing and that, you know, as a trainee in private equity, for example, that you'd be doing, um, you know, reviewing contracts and drafting. And so, you know, the example there is very obvious, which is, you know, you get to, you get to develop your drafting skills, you get to develop your client relationship skills, um, your communication skills, you know, as, uh, as, as you both know, there's a bit of an art. And I remember it when I do my training contract, there's, there's an art to how you communicate with clients, how you form emails. And, and even, you know, those things are just, you have to you have to learn those things by practicing and, and and the guidance that you get from your supervisors and pro bono is a great opportunity for that um and, and i guess the other thing is that there, there's also pro bono work that you know we, we are involved in with you know immigration matters um and, and i actually i think this is a really interesting one because it gives for trainees it gives a really good opportunity to learn from a little bit more of a level playing field i guess and what i mean by that is you know day to day as a trainee I, I remember being very, very conscious that everybody around me knew more than I did, you know, and that's certainly how you feel when, when you're training, you know, whereas if you're, if you're advising somebody on an immigration matter, it, it's very likely that your supervisor isn't a subject matter expert on that point either. And you'll be working with somebody uh, outside who's a kind of subject matter expert and you'll be helping to progress the case along. Uh, and so it gives you a really good opportunity there to, you know, to, to take the lead a little bit and, and try and dig into the, the research on the, specific points and liaise with the specialist counsellors, you know, as to next steps and, and really add value to a team. And, and you really, you know, when I've worked on those types of matters with trainees, I've really noticed that coming to the fore, um, you know, where they, where they have taken the lead and they really feel like they, they can run the matter or the case or, or whatever they're doing. And, and I think that comes from the fact that it is a bit more of a level playing field, right? They don't, they don't kind of feel like they don't know what they're doing at that point because, you know, everybody's in the same position of trying to get up to speed and consult with external counsel on, on those matters. Uh, and so they can add great value to the client by communicating those things succinctly and, and kind of developing more transferable skills, I guess, you know, in, in, in those um, in those types of scenarios. So I think, you know, it gives you um, an ability to practice transferable skills. I think also timelines, you know, it, it's often the things that we do in product are very fast paced. And so it can be difficult as a trainee to to really sit down and, and consider things in the way that you might feel like you need to, whereas pro bono is often on a slightly slower timetable. And it really gives you that chance to, you know, practice that bit of drafting that you wanted to practice, um, you know, hone that legal research, make it make it absolutely perfect. And and I think it's, you know, it just gives you a really good variety as a, as a trainee and, and just allows you to take even more responsibility, frankly. And, and the opportunities are, yeah, as, as you both know, pretty much endless. So so it's just a really great opportunity to get to know other people at the firm um, and, and practice those transferable skills. I think, you know, there have been situations where I've been involved in a pro bono task and then moved on to the main transaction and that same task has come up again. And because you've done it um, in a pro bono context, you kind of have a bit more of a grasp of what's going on. 
Um, and it definitely does kind of increase you know, your ability to manage projects. So, yeah, definitely um, agree with all of that. Um, so I think just in general, then, it sounds like pro bono is something that is quite important to you and your practice. So would you say, you know, why would you say pro bono is important to you? And would you say it's a big part of the culture of Oaks and Grey in general? Uh, yes, absolutely. On, on both counts, I I guess I've always I've always enjoyed the variety predominantly that pro bono brings. You know, it allows you, I guess, to to kind of interact with and, and help clients that that are in different situations to the clients that I would usually act for. So, you know, assisting charities or individuals with immigration concerns, etc. It's um, you know very different um, in lots of ways to my day to day. And um, you know, on a personal level, I've always really enjoyed those interactions. That, you know, all the pro bono that I've done. Um, whether it's, you know, very similar in subject matter, you know, whether it's a business acquisition or whatever. And, and I've done that before where it's kind of similar to what I would do day to day or whether it's completely different. It, it's just nice to be, um, I guess, collaborating and, and assisting people that, that you wouldn't normally be be working with. Um, and, you know, I, I think to, to be able to use your skills to to help people who, you know, perhaps less fortunate or, or you know, in a difficult situation and wouldn't otherwise be, unable, you know, they wouldn't otherwise be able to access um, the representation, I think, you know, it, it, it does, you know, it gives you a real sense of satisfaction and that you're helping those people. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a very, I, I guess it's, it's a very much more personal, uh, you know, benefit to, to be helping people individually and really helping them, um, you know, reach their goals, you know, as opposed to, I guess, your day to day of maybe helping large corporates and you have those personal relationships with those clients, but, but it, it, it brings a different angle to, you know, to the practice and, and, a, and a great variety, which I've always personally really enjoys um and, and i think in terms of you know firm firm culture it's uh, you know the the opportunities are just the firm just has an unbelievably dedicated and you know incredibly active team that work to you know to give a variety of program opportunities to associates um i think it's very obvious that it's kind of important to the firm um strategy to kind of give back i guess to communities in you know where the firm is based and and, and where the staff Kind of work and live we, we we had 20 hour target everybody in the firm was encouraged to provide 20 hours of pro bono advice a year and i think last year it was 20 plus 20 wasn't it 20 plus 20 for 2020 i think was the was the slogan and i think that the, the uptake on that you know by all accounts was was really great and and i think that kind of tells you all, all you need to know that, that people are are really willing to help where they can and and you know the firm is is really busy providing a, a great variety of, of opportunities for people um you know i think most recently is the windrush compensation project um and, and you know that there are various others that, that the firm's involved in so so i think you know coming back to your point about the, the prior question about trainees it's just a great opportunity as a trainee to get involved in some of those projects um you know to to, to, to practice your skills and also to get to know people from other departments that you may not work with right who are staffed on on those matters with you so so it's great opportunities all around yeah for sure that makes that makes a lot of sense and i think a good way to i suppose summarize this this episode and this discussion up is just adding value and and you matt you know are definitely someone that you know adds value um to us as trainees you know having sat with you and and obviously in the pro bono context as well everyone we, we hope you enjoyed this discussion and thank you very much to matt for his time please follow us on twitter and instagram both at ropes gray grads and feel free to get in touch with us via those social media handles if you have any questions or thoughts for future episodes. Yeah, and hopefully we've given you some stuff uh, to think about. Uh, you can also 
follow us uh, on social media at, as discussed. But that's it for today. See you for our next episode uh, where we'll be talking to more inspirational figures at Ropes and Grey and providing you insights into the firm's culture and how you can succeed as a trainee or junior lawyer.